Hi guys, it's Sav and I'm back here again with another episode slash segment. So this is actually the third time that I had to record this because I was having some technical difficulties. But it's fine and let's just get into it. So starting off for today's episode, today's episode is basically just talking about colorism and racism and stereotypes throughout not only our society but in our relationships intimate or not but that's pretty much what it is for today also i'm now using my headphones so the audio may be clearer versus than when i do use it if it is then i'll probably just keep using my phone how it is now and if not then i'll just go back to my headphones so we're gonna be talking about relationships sorry i got sidetracked again and had to stop but as i was saying we're gonna talk about relationships and first we're gonna start off with stereotypes in relationships and in our society as a whole so if you don't know what a relationship is a relationship is the way in which two or more concepts objects or people are connected or it's the state of being connected so in simpler terms is your connection with the object or a person or a concept so i'm gonna be talking about male and female stereotypes and then i'm also going to talk about it as a whole so starting off with the males um i'm breaking it down into light skin brown skin and dark skin and right now i'm just going to be talking about the stereotypes and then it'll get into some deeper stuff after that and after i introduce what the stereotypes are or what the most commonly seen slash recognized stereotypes are for light skins um and their stereotypes light skins are known as quote-unquote the freshest part of the black community and right now i'm talking about it as far as in the black community because i myself i am a melanated individual or african-american we are classified as so I'm gonna be talking about it from um, from how basically how is exposure whatever and like the exposure of it and how we usually will see stuff like this so for light skins light skins are known to be quote-unquote the freshest part of the black community and usually most light-skinned black people they will probably have one white parent and one black parent or one black parent and a non-black parent so they'll be biracial most times and then others it'll just be from genetics and then light skins they're typically known to pull more females and i'm talking about from like light-skinned males Light-skinned males are typically known to pull more females and are known for being 304s. If you don't know what a 304 is, put 304 in the calculator and then turn the calculator upside down. And you'll understand what I'm talking about. But 
they're known for being 304s and they're just basically known to play people and then also another stereotype and yeah another stereotype it would be that they have pretty features like yeah like they have pretty features and people just automatically classify them as being better and that's for like light skin stereotypes and i'm not saying any of this is true but i'm just saying that these are stereotypes now going into brown skin stereotypes brown skins don't like really have a stereotype they usually just get classified with dark skins for the most part but like if you were to break it down then most brown skins just get called cute like there's no in between there it's either they're cute or they're ugly that's pretty much the only thing as far as brown skins and then with dark skins mind you i'm talking about males dark-skinned males get classified as being thugs and in the streets and just being in the mix and stuff like that but they can also get classified sorry again i was interrupted but dark-skinned males they get classified as being thugs or being in the streets or in the mix i'm very sorry if you hear my grandmother yelling at my brother i'm very sorry for that (laughs) but um, yeah, they get classified as thugs and being in the streets, or they just get called cute and fine and stuff like that. And going into the females, we have, as far as light skins, they usually get called better. And when I say better, as far as a stereotype, like you could go and you can look at any light skin versus dark skin school survey like high school survey and you can just look up light skin versus dark skin on youtube and so many high school surveys and stuff will come up and if you click one nine times out of ten someone's gonna say i like light skins and then when you ask them why they'll say because they're better and then if you dig deeper and you ask why do you think that they're better most people just say i don't know they just are or they'll just name a feature that's better or more commonly seen on a light skin female now going into brown skins and dark skins me personally i am a dark skinned female and i've had firsthand experience going through this like what I'm about to bring up, but I've had experiences with this. Us brown skin and dark skin females, we get turned away a lot. Like not only in reality, but like like my reality, not necessarily getting turned away, but like we're often last picked to let's say in like a romantic relationship. We're often last picked. I know how to better describe that but that's what i mean by that and then also getting turned away in the media like in movies shows modeling like it's so many things and so many opportunities we get turned away from because of our melanin now when it comes to that like as for an example it was this one episode in Lee Daniels' Star. 
Rest in Peace Star was a great show, but that's a different topic that I can talk about. But, um, anyway, again, like, in Lee Daniels Star, there was an episode, I'm not sure which season, it was either the second or third season, but it was an episode where the girls, Star Simone and Alex, I believe that was her name, they were doing a photo shoot of some sort, and they kept adding makeup and trying to lighten Alex's complexion, and she spoke out about it, and basically, the whole thing was, it was just kind of like, why are you trying to lighten my skin tone just because the two girls here are lighter than I am? What is the point of you trying to lighten my skin tone because I'm not going to get any lighter? And that was um, that was a point that I definitely noticed. And it's really true. Like, now we have not necessarily more, but we have, we have more. We have more brown-skinned and dark-skinned um, brown skin and dark skinned females being brought up more in like modeling and things as such. And then on top of that, but on top of that, our stereotype is basically we we get boxed in, we get categorized as being ugly loud ghetto ratchet obnoxious we get categorized as so many negative things and then like even it's um this one video by trace tv he also talks a lot about colorism and stuff and i'm gonna get on that topic but it was this girl that he like reacted to and like he not reacted but he made a video on and then pointing out like what she was saying so basically, the girl, she is African-American, and she does have melanin. And basically, she did a Tinder thing. And um, on her profile, she was basically just trying to see the responses from her being light-skinned versus her of her actual skin tone. And with her actual skin tone, which is like the darker side of being brown-skinned, in my opinion. She was on the darker side of being brown-skinned. People continuously, like, called her chocolate and just said really, like, not, well, yeah, like, disrespectful things. And then versus when she um, used an app or whatever, she didn't change any features. She just changed her skin tone. She changed her skin tone, and she looked at, um more European looking and she got more respectful replies to um replies and like people getting at her I guess you could say she got more respectful replies so now I'm about to use some friends of mine not use them but I'm going to use like examples and I'm going to be giving them fake names just for confidentiality because I'm pretty sure they don't want me telling like a whole bunch of people their real names even though it's like millions with the same. So as far as the males, as far as light-skinned males, 
I'm gonna be using my friend Zeke fake name, but um describing him. Zeke is he has pretty eyes, he's light skinned, and he just has a good personality and a type of vibe where you want to be around him, and that's just how he is. Then I have my friend Adam, not his name, but I have my friend Adam. He's one of those brotherly figures where it's like you can argue back and forth like siblings and he got the same love and loyalty for you like you're his sister or you're his brother like if you're down for him he's down for you because that's just how he is those two are light-skinned and then going to brown skin my friend martin not his name i have my friend martin he, he's one of those type of people you can have a deep conversation with and he's just a really good person and like you can like really talk to him and he just has this vibe that draws you to him because that's how he is and then I also have a friend named Dean that's not his real name but my friend Dean he's low-key a crackhead like he serves low-key crackhead energy and he's just a good person to be around because all these people that I'm mentioning, they're all good people. Like, they are genuinely good people with good personalities. But um, he's a good person. And he he's the type of person that you want to be around him because he gives good vibes. Now, going into the dark-skinned people, we have my friend Tristan. That's not his name. But um, coincidentally... The guy that um, that I said in my last episode or whatever that initially like got me actually doing a podcast or whatever about the good guys versus bad guys and the stuff like that with females. This is the same dude that I'm talking about. So he's dark skinned and like I was saying in the other episode. He has personality, he's funny, he's a good person all around, and if you down for him, he gonna be down for you back, and he gives love and loyalty if you're giving it to him. Like, he's that type of person. And then we have my friend Cameron, not his name, but he's more introverted and is quiet and just tends to himself and minds his business, and he don't really be out there like that. And all of these people, like, they're good, like, they're genuinely good people. So, as far as light skins, which are Zeke and Adam, Zeke, he he has pretty features. Like, going back to the light skin stereotypes, I said that, um, light skins are known to be, quote-unquote, better and have better and pretty features, and um Zeke he has really pretty eyes so I would think of that as his feature like that would be one of his best features other than him like his actual personality like he has really pretty eyes and then we have my friend Adam like I also mentioned most um light-skinned people they're the result of one white parent and one black parent and I believe that he's biracial Adam, I believe that he's biracial, and I believe he does have one white parent and one black parent. I'm not completely sure, but I believe he um, is biracial, but he's also light-skinned. 
these two, as far as, and I know as far as Zeke, he pulls a lot of females, which is also a stereotype, but he is a good looking guy, so obviously that's going to happen. And going into brown skinned and dark skinned, like my friends Tristan and Cameron, sometimes, like if, if you were just to randomly see them and let's say they're in a store, they're walking in the mall or something, and they just chilling, and then a, a customer or something sees them, you will automatically think that they are thugs or they in the streets because of their skin tone and how they carry themselves they carry themselves well but it's certain aspects where you will be like hmm he's kind of iffy maybe i should just watch out let's make sure he doesn't try to take anything like they don't give off that vibe but a person that doesn't know them and let's say they go into the richer part of um a neighborhood or the richer part of a city and that's what those people would probably think if they seen them now going into the females for light-skinned females we have my friend jada not her name and then this other girl she's not my friend but she was a classmate that i had we're gonna call her mariah remember these names are not theirs they're just fake names but these two are light-skinned girls, and they're really pretty. Like, you know that? Like, they are really pretty. And I would say that, like, their their thing, their stereotype would be better, in a sense. And I still don't understand what people mean by better, because when you ask them, they usually just say a feature that any female could have. They usually just say a feature that any female could have. And that's what makes them, quote, better. Now, going into the brown skins, I have a friend of mine. We're going to call her Naya. And then I have another friend. We're going to call her Tierra. Now, these two are brown skinned females. And they're also really pretty. And they're, like, they're good people. Like, they, like, literally, everybody that I am naming or giving fake names they are like genuinely good people like they have your back when you need it and if you have theirs like they're gonna get the same energy back and then we go into dark females now me me personally I um I threw myself in here but dark females I'm naming myself so sad and then we have another girl she wasn't really my friend but again she was a classmate that I had we're gonna call her Navea. So basically, like with us, like I've even heard other people say this that she was ugly or that she was loud. Like me, I am a loud person, and it probably doesn't help with my stereotype because I am loud, but at the same time, I'm also educated and I stand up for what I believe in. So I kind of beat the stereotype, but at the same time, I don't because I'm loud. And I know that I'm loud. I know that I'm loud. But, um, that. Now, talking about the genders and their stereotypes as a whole, we're going to go into the male stereotypes because I feel like the male stereotypes you can directly pinpoint. 
so with the male stereotype the it like is 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 widely known for the most part i would say that is widely known it's a widely known stereotype that isn't right and stereotypes in general are not right and i just personally hate stereotypes because my whole thing is how do you judge someone without knowing them how are you gonna say that every single person that has trait xyz it is going to be loud or it's gonna be this way or it's gonna be ghetto or it's like how are you gonna say that because they do these things or that one person that did something to you that was this race or this color how are you gonna say that that's for everyone but a widely known male stereotype is basically that males cannot express their emotions like they can't cry they can't talk about their feelings because basically throughout the years it's been brainwashed into them that you as a male you are not allowed to talk about your emotions you're not allowed to get emotional you're not allowed to cry you're not allowed to do none of that because if you are you're known as a punk or a sissy now if you don't know what a punk or a sissy is in my opinion i don't know if this is a term but it's a sexuality slur basically what that's saying is if you get emotional if you want to cry if you want to talk about your feelings if you do talk about your feelings you will automatically get called gay now me personally i have nothing against the lgbtq plus community i love lesbian gay bisexual transgender queer pansexual any of that like i do not have a problem with that community because they are generally good people and they just prefer what they prefer now back on topic mel basically saying that you can't show your emotions or you'll get automatically called gay and that's really wrong and in my opinion that's taking away someone's freedom of speech in a way because if you don't know what the first amendment right like you if you don't know your first amendment right basically your first amendment right is the freedom of speech religion press petition and assembly and in my opinion that's taking away your freedom of speech because not only is speech verbally but i say speech is also physical too so if a dude wants to cry then he should be able to do that and not feel like he has to prove everybody or he has to prove himself to everybody that he is not something just because he wanted to let his emotion out because i know plenty of males and i have a lot of male friends i know plenty of males and i've observed plenty of males they're honestly scared like i would i feel like scared is the wrong word to use but that's the only thing i can come up with right now I feel like males are scared because if you don't really, like, you don't really think about it. And right now, I'm talking about melanated individuals such as myself. African-American men, especially African-American men or minorities in general, they're scared. And then as male minorities, it's even worse because, think about it, we have so much going on. Police, Police brutality. We have men going to jail on false claims. 
we have so much going on like we have people sitting over here fighting and dealing with wars and we never really sit up to think are they okay and then they're so scared to ask for help or they're so scared to talk about their feelings because they feel like if they do they're just automatically gonna be judged or automatically gonna get bashed for expressing themselves and that's wrong like nobody and i mean nobody especially males they should not have to feel like they have to um not hard but they shouldn't feel like they have to push their emotions to the side to keep up a facade for somebody else like what is the point in doing that because at the end of the day we are all humans like we all make mistakes we all do something wrong so why is it that us us females why is it that us females can be emotional and let our feelings out but males can't that's just not right in my opinion so if you ever like have a male friend and it seems like everything is going downhill but he's not showing no emotion check on him because you never know like you never know until something happens and then you'll sit up there and you'll be like wow i wish i would have seen sooner or i wish i would have done something sooner and then going into the female as a whole female as a whole stereotype we we have um this stereotype that basically we're emotional that we get loud like our our whole stereotype is that we're emotional and i'm not gonna lie we do get emotional but at the same time that's not for every single female that you meet because like me i'm i think of myself as emotional but at the same time i'm the type of person I'm going to hide my emotions and I'm starting to branch out and like actually letting people in but I'm type female and I know there's plenty of them like me who have grown up seeing more independent females so we grow up and we become independent and we like it's hard for us to depend on people because our like the whole female stereotype is that we're emotional and we're independent and that's not true for every single female now going in on the light-skinned female with their um stereotype of just being better they also have another stereotype that isn't as widely talked about but in my opinion needs to and i'm necessarily saying that that is true or anything but i'm just saying if if we're gonna have a stereotype we need to lay it out all on the table because we can't just pick and choose certain stereotypes like if there's gonna be a stereotype we need to talk about it i got interrupted again i'm very sorry but back to what i was saying it's not that i'm saying that it's not me being bitter or anything because i'm not hating on anybody when i say this like it doesn't matter if you are black white puerto rican cuban indonesian chinese japanese south korean north korean doesn't matter what you are you could be jamaican doesn't matter i'm not hating on nobody i'm not bashing no one i'm not judging no one but what i'm trying to say is if we're gonna talk stereotypes all stereotypes need to be set out on the table and need to be picked at and looked at it needs to be talked about because 
a stereotype like a negative stereotype that like skinny girls have is that they're bougie and snobbish not every light-skinned female that you meet is going to be bougie not every light-skinned female that you meet is going to be snobbish half the time it don't even be that they are snobbish or bougie it's just the fact that they have high standards for themselves and they just feel like hey and this isn't just they this is a we think as females some of us just feel like hey if i can have high standards for myself i'm definitely gonna want this person to have high standards for themselves too i'm gonna want someone who has high standards for themselves and it's not even a thing about being bougie or snobbish it's just we want someone who wants something for themselves and we definitely want something for ourselves and that's just our thing now if we comparing and contrasting male and female stereotypes with the male stereotypes and female stereotypes light-skinned and yeah light-skinned males and females there's pretty much go hand in hand is either they're better slash cute or is that they are 304s and they play people or they're bougie and snobbish and then go on with brown skin and dark skinned males and females we basically and when i say we i mean like us as dark skinned people in general we basically just get turned away and called ugly loud ghetto ratchet thuggish hoodlums hood rats like that's just our basic that's the basic dynamic of what we get called now you're probably wondering why exactly i broke down the stereotypes in this way and it's because it's a lot of colorism going on now if you don't know what colorism is colorism is discrimination based on skin color it's also referred to as shadyism and is discrimination by members of the same race so it's it's similar to racism but it's not because racism is prejudice and discrimination and or discrimination directed at other races like for example an example of racism would be like early in donald trump's pregnant not pregnancy not pregnancy but presidency early in his presidency he wanted to build a wall and have mexican mexican people and hispanic people come into america because of the fact that he just doesn't like the race and that's not right at all that that's racism now colorism will my brother shut up (laughs) sorry but when it comes to colorism in my opinion this like colorism really got big off of two people in my opinion like it's always been there but we never really talked about it until like it was pointed out by these two people so i'm pretty sure everybody is familiar with damien and bianca or the prince family or whatever they like to call themselves personally if i could say what choice tv says i would but i can't at this very moment <laughs> but um basically if you don't know who they are they're basically this youtube couple i believe they started out as a couple i personally had never watched them during like my whole journey through youtube i just personally never watched them 
but I believe they started out as just a couple and then like a couple channel and then it turned into a family channel when she had a kid but basically they got into this scandal earlier last year it started up around I'm gonna I'm just say March 2019 I'm gonna say it started up around that time frame because um, during that time, it was a lot happening, as we all know. And I believe that's when, like, colorism really got, like, big, big. But um, basically, they had this scandal where they got called colorist because of the fact that, like, she had a child of, I believe they had a daughter. And she was basically, and they were basically just pinpointing, like, certain aspects of her, like, why is she so dark? How come her eyes aren't this color? Like, just, they were just pinpointing certain stuff about her. And, um, they, they, that's like the big thing that really got colorism off the charts. But they had also did some stuff previously that did not help their case with them being colorist. And now, um, I also gotta talk about something else. But, um, Basically, I think that they contributed a lot to how big colorism, like, really got and how it started to get, like, widely known. Because before, not a lot of people knew what colorism was. Like, I know me, I didn't know what colorism was until I heard about the Damien and Bianca scandal. And then I watched some Trace TV videos and he broke it down and explained it to me. Now, me personally... Colorism just just isn't right in the first place. And my whole thing is... What, like, what's the point of tearing down, like, your own race? Because us as African-American people, we, we automatically get looked down on, like, us as minorities. And when I say minorities, I'm, like, talking about, like, minorities in general. Mexican people, Hispanic people, Asian people, like, we all are minorities. So, what is the point in speaking out on your own race? I don't get it. But, I'm not going to too much in detail, because I'm still learning about it myself, but you can definitely go watch Trace TV, and he explains it, like, way better than I do. But, I think they contributed a lot to the whole colorism thing, and now also... It was this one video that um, Bianca did, and basically she did blackface. And if you don't know what blackface is, blackface is makeup used by non-black performers playing a black role. And it was this really big thing around the 1920s and the 1930s, and it was just really disrespecting black people and like black people everywhere. Like if you go and look up blackface. Like, you'll probably want to cry thinking about it. Like, it's really deep, and it's really, like, it's not cool at all. I don't know who thought that that was smart. Like, America, what were you thinking back in the 1920s and 30s? Like, what was wrong with y'all? They need to fix it. But anyway, so she basically did a thing with blackface, and she used a stereotype. Um, she used a black female stereotype, which was being loud, ratchet, ghetto, like, all of that. 
and um, you can go again. You can go on Trace TV. You can go on his YouTube channel, and then you can find that video. But um, then something more recent. This whole bad baby slash Danielle Bergoli thing, where people are basically some people don't really care, and then others are bashing her because they're basically saying that she's looking blacker and blacker every other post and stuff like that. Now, if you don't know who this is, Danielle Bergoli slash bad baby slash catch me outside girl. And yes, when I say that, I mean 2017 meme of the year. The one that had Dr. Phil shook. That one. So basically, it's this thing where people say she getting blacker and blacker because um, of her looks. Because evidently, like her skin's getting dark, darker and stuff like that. And that she was acting black and stuff like that. Now, me personally... I think people just taking it out of hand because, to be honest, like, she really doesn't look black. Like, she looks the exact same. Like, people was hating on her for getting box braids. People was hating on her for, um, getting, like, getting the, um, what she get? She got a lace. It's not a wig. Not a, not a, look, I'm not big on the makeup and the hair and stuff like that. But basically, she had got some weave or whatever, and it was long, and people was kind of bashing her for that. They was bashing her for um, when she had got her box braids, and people was bashing her for that. And it was just a lot of stuff. Now, me personally, I feel like people is taking it out of account because to me, like she, like she does not act black in my opinion because for real, you can't act the color. And I know it's plenty of people say you can't act the color, you can't act the color this, you can't act the color that. And I'll always say this, and I'll probably sound like a hypocrite because that's what I just said. But um, when a person says I can't act the color, or she can't act the color, or he can't act the color, in my opinion, when someone says act the color, they're talking about the stereotype that we have. Like when a person says, "Oh, you're acting black." Like, acting black to me would be, like, our culture. Like, it's a lot of certain things in our culture that we, um, that, like, we came up with. And, of course, there's cultural appropriation. But at the same time, it's like, when you act the color, it's like, yeah, like, when you act, when someone says you're acting black, now, a stereotype that we often get is that we're hood rats, that we're loud, we're ratchet, we're ghetto. That's a bad stereotype that we have, but I mean, that's our stereotype. That we're hood rats, that we're hoodlums, thugs, all that. That's our stereotype. Now, going into this whole thing with her, people were saying that she was acting black how she was getting certain hairstyles or how she was acting or how she was talking and like stuff like that and me personally I just feel like it's literally just makeup because like I know she posted something or like she took a picture and she got like pictures and videos basically people was saying that she got plastic surgery to look black 
it's, it is just a lot that was happening, which is dumb to me, because how do you get plastic surgery to look black, black? How? But, um, yeah, that was that. Now, going into some channels that I would definitely suggest you should watch in order to, like, learn more about colorism and racism and this whole thing... I would definitely say watch Choice TV, definitely, because that's who, like, that's where I get a lot of my information from Choice TV. Also, you should watch I Am Aliho. I believe I said her name right. You can look her up on YouTube. And then also, it's another YouTuber. She isn't exactly on, um, like, Choice TV or whatever. But she does have a few videos where she does talk about it. So you can go and watch Aaliyah Simone. And um, going into that. Now going into what I said about relationships. And like in general. Just relationships in general. With color. You'll always see like a light skinned girl with a darker skin. Boy or girl. Doesn't matter your preference. Or you'll just see two light-skinned people together. And then when it comes to dark-skinned people, because I've actually went through this, where people, they'll, um, like, I have a friend. We're going to call her Kiara. Not her name, but um, we're going to call her Kiara. So basically, Kiara is a light-skinned girl or whatever. And she was, um, like most people like she's she's a pretty person but people would gravitate towards her more and then like me i would just be like the last person standing versus my friend what is her fake name versus my friend naya or my friend kiara i'll be the last person to be picked not necessarily saying pick but like i'll be like a person's last option as far as like dating wise or something kind of like it kind of makes you feel like you're being degraded because it's like why is it that because I have more melanin than this girl that I get pushed to the side because like if no like no one talks about it as much as it should get talked about but us darker skinned girls like we, we honestly kind of get treated, not bad, but we get treated bad, and it's, we just get treated differently. Now, me personally, I don't care too much for dating, and that's not really my scene. I like to stick with myself and be independent, mind my business, have my friends, go on about my life. But at the same time, it's kind of like, it kind of makes you feel like you're not enough. We're sick of it <laughs> but it kind of makes you feel like bad like it makes you feel like you're not enough when you see that your friends that are um lighter skinned than you and that when you hear people say that oh she's ugly or only they light skin like i had a situation where i like this guy i told him and basically it was this whole ordeal that happened long story short um, it's not important no more. We got over it. We talked about it. We cool. We friends now. But basically, 
I didn't know that he liked the like light skinned girls and like Mexican girls. Now me I y'all done. I y'all done. I am not editing this out. <laughs> but um basically it was this thing where he um he he only I didn't know this but he only liked it light-skinned girls and like mexican girls because we have a lot of mexican girls and just mexican people and hispanic people in general at my school but um he only liked it that race and that like skin tone or whatever so to me i'm like okay that's cool i mean i'm kind of hurt because why is it that you only like this skin tone like my personality should not have nothing to do with my skin tone. So basically, that happened, and then I was talking about it, and it kind of hurt my feelings because I'm just like, why is it that, like, like I just said, like, why is it that my skin tone matters? If I'm, if I genuinely have a good personality and I'm a good person and you like my personality, what does my skin tone have to do with with you dating me? What, what does that have to do with anything? So, that was a thing that um I went through. And it, it, it hurt my feelings. But now, like, we're cool. We semi-talked about it. And it's totally fine. Like, I don't like him like that no more. But, um... But, yeah, it's just like... And then even... It's this one episode I cannot remember, for the love of me, what it is called. But it is a grownish episode with Yara Shahidi and Luca Sabit, I think that's his name. Trevor Jackson and uh, other people, twins from Lady Shine. But um, it's a grownish episode where basically the twins is basically talking about how the darker skinned girls like them, like they always get put down last. Like, um, I believe they're scared. They was like, the more exotic you look or whatever, the more, like, dudes are going to come up to you, da 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 And, like, honestly, that was a point that, like, that was, like, a really true statement. Like, when you, like, when I really sat down and, like, watched the episode, I was like, wow, like, you are so right. Because whenever I see different couples, it's always the same just cookie-cutter, just cookie-cutter performance. It's, it's the same they look the same it's like they're wearing uniforms they look the same they don't stand out like what (laughs) so in that aspect like that definitely was an eye-opener for me because it's just like wow like you never really notice these things until someone points it out even if it is scripted it's true now going back on with um the stereotypes and stuff just stereotypes are not good at all because it's like like even with the lgbtq plus community like a stereotype as far as i know like for gay men gay men are literally just known to be feminine like overly feminine and just just they just get a bad rep like i know like i know like it was this one dude i'm not gonna say his name but it was this one dude and he was gay 
and that that really it, it didn't help the case like it didn't help the reputation and stereotype of gay men and gay males in general but it was this one dude this old classmate of mine that i had last year he was really like problematic and was just overly extra and just acted like really feminine and a lot of my male friends they just they didn't like him like that and I was trying to figure out why because like I understood like he was really problematic and when I was really observing my um, male friends or whatever I kind of noticed that they're not like homophobic or anything but they're the type of people where it's like you don't have to do all that and it honestly him being problematic like he was and just being overly feminine it didn't it didn't really help with the whole gay stereotype and what i'm like i'm not saying that anything is wrong with being gay or that being a feminine male is wrong i'm just saying that like the stereotype for gay men is that they are overly feminine that they want to be girls that like it's just it's just a big thing it's just a big thing that's not right and he wasn't helping that because like he would be overly problematic he would be loud and extra and it was just so much stuff now i feel like my friends they like they're not homophobic like they're not homophobic but the guy he was just making it to where you didn't want to be around him because like he would like like literally be so extra like you couldn't even like get through a full class period if he was in your class because he would start arguing with the teachers then teacher have to call the office and it was a whole big debacle and ordeal and it just it wasn't it but then you have like you have people like me me personally i don't care what you are if you can show me that you are a loyal person that you don't mind like that you like that you're like cool like you're you actually have a good personality you're not gonna be doing all this extra we can actually take you out somewhere and you won't act the fool on us because don't get me wrong i know i can act the fool if i really wanted to but I don't because that's just not in me to do that. Now, in a situation like that, like, yeah, it is like, dude, like, what are you doing? What is possessing you to do this? So, again, going back and really just reflecting on everything that I talked about in this um, episode. So, I talked about relationships. I talked about male stereotypes, female stereotypes, the compare and contrast of male and female stereotypes. I talked about colorism, a little bit of racism. Um, I gave you a few references. I gave you a few examples. And I talked a little bit on blackface. So that was just a quick, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A quick recap of what we talked about in this episode and i just feel like like we really need to be better and like we really need to better ourselves like not even just as like one single gender i'm saying in general like we really need to work on beating stereotypes 
and making it to where these stereotypes aren't true because again stereotypes are not okay you can't sit there and judge someone when you don't know them you can't sit there and think that every black guy that you meet like every like dark black guy that you meet is a thug you can't sit there and think that every mexican person that you meet is rude because it's a stereotype to mexican people that they're rude and that like they're hard working they're rude like it's a stereotype that they're rude like a lot of mexican people and hispanic people are not rude but um yeah and it's just like um like even like even in nail shops like when there are um asian people in there and that asian people be talking about you and so much like so much stuff that's going on like you can't sit there and say that just because this person is this race you can't sit there and judge them by their stereotype because again stereotypes are wrong and incorrect and it is nothing but centuries decades centuries hours minutes seconds of brainwashing us that these things are true when they're not so i'm gonna stop my rambling right here this was sad's podcast this is the second episode um also i forgot to mention earlier when i started that the first episode that's out on spotify and out here on anchor or whatever the trailer or whatever i set my thing up wrong so like the trailer and the first episode are put together but that's it i just didn't know what i was doing and that happened but this episode was just mainly focusing on stereotypes colorism a little bit of racism and relationships and personally i i just feel like we really like as people we really need to stop and take a look like like I was saying earlier with the male population and like with them expressing their emotions like literally you will never know like some males are literally like scared like they have so much going on but they won't say anything because they feel like if they do they're just gonna get pushed off and strugged away because that's that's their stereotype that they aren't supposed to do this and that they're just overreacting but like for real if you just even think that like you have a male friend that like generally it needs help or like you think he needs help or he wants to say something but he can't like check on them sounding like a hyena shut up y'all don't have don't have little siblings okay i'm sorry y'all had to hear that before but again if you got any male friends that like like just really just check on them like even if they not showing signs that they're going through something just go over and be like hey dude like you okay you good your mental health is straight like are you okay like just really check up on them and then with females me speaking on a female standpoint we really gotta do better because some of us we really do okay before i was really interrupted i have five minutes but 
basically what I was saying was us females we really got to do better in beating our stereotypes and even with us male, like not us males but even with males we got to do better with beating the stereotypes and proving to people that not every person that you meet is is gonna do this because I even another stereotype that I didn't mention was with um african-american females that like we get pregnant at age 16 and stuff like that like those stereotypes we need to beat them and we need to prove that okay just because I'm this race doesn't mean that this thing is gonna happen to me but I'm running on a time limit so I'm trying to really hurry up and get everything that I have to say out here but that's basically all I wanted to say and also y'all can go check out Choice TV or Dustin Choice or just both of them on YouTube you can go check out I am Aloha, yeah, Aloha from, yeah, you can go check out I Am Aloha from uh, YouTube, and you can also go check out Aaliyah Simone on YouTube, and also the person, Serenity, that um, I initially wanted, like, really inspired me to start a podcast, you can check out her podcast on Spotify, and it is called In the Life of a Teenage Mind. I believe this is called, and it's a really good podcast, and you guys should listen to it. So, without further ado, that was this episode slash segment of Sav's podcast, and Sav is out. Peace.